Hello dear students let's start next topic that is understanding secularism of class 8th ncert polity we will start with the definition of secularism so we should know what is secularism in the previous chapter you read about how the indian constitution contains fundamental right that protect us against state power as well as against the tyranny of the majority the indian constitution allows individuals the freedom to live by their religious belief and practice as they interpret these in keeping with this idea of religious freedom for all india also adopted a strategy of separating the power of religion and the power of the state secularism refers to this separation of religion from the state history provides us with many examples of discrimination exclusion and persecution on the ground of religion you heard about how jews were persecuted and millions were killed in hitler's germany and jewish state of israel treats its own muslim and christian minority quite badly in saudi arabia non muslims are not allowed to do their religious practices and gatherings in all of the above example member members of one religious community either persecute or discriminate against members of other religious communities this act of discrimination takes place more easily when one religion is given official recognition by the state at the expense of other religions all forms of domination related to religion should end this is the essence of secularism clearly no one would wish to be discriminated against because of their religion nor dominated by another religion so the question arises in india can the state discriminate against citizen on the ground of their religion so it is a clear no why is it important to separate religion from the state as discussed earlier the most important aspect of secularism is its separation of religion from the state power this is important for a country to function democratically almost all countries of the world will have more than one religious group living together and one religious group is in a majority and if this majority religious group has access to state power then it could quite easily use this power and financial resources to discriminate against and pursuit persecute persons of other religion this outrage of the majority could result in the discrimination coercion and at times even the killing of religious minorities and prevent minorities from practicing their religions any form of domination based on religion is in the violation of right that a democratic society guarantees to each and every citizen irrespective of their religion therefore the tyranny of the majority and the violation of fundamental right that can result is one reason why it is important to separate the state and the religion in democratic societies another reason that it is important to separate religion from the state because we also need to protect the freedom of individual to exit from their religion embrace another religion or have the freedom to interpret 
religious teaching differently if you were a part of dominant religious group you might face a lot of resistance from fellow members of your community these members who have control of the state power might say that there is only one interpretation of a particular religion and you do not have the freedom to interpret this differently in our indian secularism it mandates that indian state be secular according to the constitution only a secular state can release its objective to ensure the following points number 1 that one religious community does not dominate another second that some members do not dominate other members of the same religious community third one is that the state does not enforce any particular religion nor take away the religious freedom of individuals the indian state work in various ways to prevent the other dominations first it uses a strategy of distancing itself from the religion the indian state is not ruled by the religious group and nor does it supports any one religion in india government spaces like law courts police stations government schools and offices are not supposed to display or promote any one religion the celebration of religious festivals within the school would have been a violation of the government policy of treating all religions equally government schools cannot promote any one religion either in their morning prayer or through religious celebration this rules does not apply to the private school the second way in which indian secularism works to prevent the above domination is through a strategy of non interference this means that in order to respect the sentiments of all religions and not interfere with the religious practices the state makes certain exemptions for particular religious communities like for sikhs they are exempted from wearing helmets and wear turban they can keep arms which is not allowed to any other religious group third way in which indian secularism works to prevent the domination listed earlier is through a strategy of intervention let's talk about untouchability this is a very good example where members of same religious upper caste hindu dominate other members some lower caste within it in order to prevent this religious based exclusion and discrimination of lower caste the indian constitution bans untouchability in this instance the state is intervening in the religion in order to end a social practices that it believes discriminates and excludes and that violates the fundamental rights of lower caste who are citizen of this country similarly to ensure that laws relating to equal inheritance rights are respected the state may have to intervene in the religion based personal laws of the community the intervention of the state can also be in the form of support the indian constitution grant the right to religion communities to set up their own schools and colleges it also gives them financial aid 
on a non-preferential basis. Now we can say that Indian secularism are different from that of other democratic countries. There is one significant way in which Indian secularism differs from the dominant understanding of secularism as practiced in the United States of America. In American secularism, there is strict separation between religion and the state, whereas in India, Indian secularism, the in Indian secularism, the state can intervene in religious affairs. Hello, dear student. Let's start next topic that is understanding secularism of NCRT class eighth polity. This chapter of polity discusses in detail the fundamental right of religious freedom. A secular country is the one that gives all its citizens the freedom to practice the religion of their choice and no majority can deprive them of this freedom. The chapter also talks about why it is important to separate religion from the state and how power can be used in a wrong way to stop people from practicing their own religion. Also, this chapter discusses why India is a secular country. India can be said to be a secular country because it is not dominated by the people of single religion and also because the state or central power cannot force the people to follow a certain religion. The chapter Understanding Secularism makes it easier for us to understand the concept of secularism and also why it is important to let the citizens of the country be fundamentally free to practice any religious belief. In the previous chapter, you read about the Indian constitution contains fundamental rights that protect us against the state power as well as against the tyranny of the majority. The Indian constitution allows individuals the freedom to live by their religious beliefs and practices as they interpret these. In keeping with this idea of religious freedom for all, India also adopted a strategy of separating the power of religion and the power of the state. Secularism refers to this separation of religion from the state. History provides us with many examples of discrimination, exclusion and persecution on the ground of religion. You heard about the Jews were persecuted and millions were killed in Hitler's Germany. The Jewish state of Israel threats its own Muslim and Christian minorities quite badly. In Saudi Arabia, non-Muslims are not allowed to do their religious practices and gatherings. In all of the above examples, members of one religious community either persecute or discriminate against members of other religious communities. These acts of discrimination takes place more easily when one religion is given official recognition by the state at the expense of other religions. All forms of domination related to religion should end. This is the essence of secularism. Clearly, no one would wish to be discriminated against because of their religion nor dominated by any other religion. As discussed earlier, 
the most important aspect of secularism is its separation of religion from state power this is important for a country to function democratically almost all countries of the world will have more than one religious group living together and one religious group is in a majority and if this majority religious group has access to state power then it could quite easily use this power and financial resources to discriminate against and persecute persons of other religions this outrage of the majority could result in the discrimination coercion and at times even the killing of religious minority and prevent minorities from practicing their religions any form of domination based on religion is in violation of the right that a democratic society guarantees to each and every citizen irrespective of their religion therefore the tyranny of the majority and the violation of fundamental right that can result is one of the reason why it is important to separate religion in a democratic societies another reason can be because we also need to protect the freedom of individuals to exit from their religion embrace another religion or have the freedom to interpret religious teachings differently if you were part of dominant religious group you might face a lot of resistance from fellow members of your community these members who have control of state power might say that there is only one interpretation of some religion and that you do not have the freedom to interpret this differently so we can say it is important to separate religion from the state for few more reason that is for proper functioning of democracy it also prohibits the domination of one religion over another and to protect the freedom of individuals to exit from their religion embrace another religion or have the freedom to interpret religious teachings differently we have declared india as a secular state through our constitution in indian secularism the indian constitution mandates india be a secular state one religion community does not dominate another in a secular state in a secular state some members do not dominate other members of the same religious community the state does not enforce any particular religion not take away the religious freedom of individual the government schools cannot promote any one religion in order to respect the sentiment of all religions and not interfere with religious practices the state makes certain exemptions for particular religious communities like for sikhs the indian state work in various ways to prevent the above domination it uses the strategy of distancing itself from religion the indian state is not ruled by a religious group nor does not it support any one religion in india government spaces like law courts police stations government schools and offices are not supposed to display or promote any one religion celebration of religious festivals 
within the school would have been a violation of government policies of treating all religions equally government schools cannot promote any one religion either in their morning prayers or through religious celebrations this rule does not apply to private schools and institution the second way in which indian secularism work to prevent the above domination is through a strategy of non interference this means that in order to respect the sentiments of all religions and not interfere with religious practices the state makes certain exemptions for particular religious community as we have quoted earlier for example sikh wear pagri that is turban as a religious practice hence they need not to wear helmet while riding two wheeler they can keep arms which is not allowed to any other religious groups third way in which indian secularism work to prevent the domination listed earlier is through a strategy of intervention let's talk about untouchability this is a good example where members of same religion upper caste hindu dominate other member some lower caste within it in order to prevent this religion based exclusion and discrimination of lower caste the indian constitution bans untouchability in this instance the state is intervening in religion in order to end a social practice that it believes discriminates and excludes and that violates the fundamental rights of lower caste who are the citizen of this country similarly to ensure that laws relating to equal inheritance right are respected and then the state may have to intervene in the religion based personal laws of communities the intervention of the state can also be in the form of support the indian constitution grants the right to religious communities to set up their own school and colleges it also gives them financial aid on a non preferential basis so we can conclude that indian state both keeps away from religion as well as intervene in religion if a person with a majority religious group gets the state power he may use the power to discriminate and persecute the people of the other religion the majority may even deprive the minority of practicing their religion for example untouchability still exists in in the hindu community if the state power is handed over to the person belonging to an upper caste hindu majority he may use it as a weapon against the lower caste people of the society or that state now we can see that indian secularism different from that of other democratic countries there is one significant way in which indian secularism differs from the dominant understanding of secularism as practiced in united states of america in american secularism 
there is a strict separation between religion and the state whereas in indian secularism the state can intervene in religious affairs the first amendment of us constitution prohibits the legislature from making laws respecting and establishment of religion or that prohibits the free exercise of religion it means the legislature cannot declare any religion as an official religion in the usa separation between the state and the religion means neither the state nor religion can interfere in the affair of each other the indian state is secular and works in various ways to prevent religious domination unlike usa in india the state can interfere in religion on the idol laid down in the constitution for example we have quoted how untouchability is banned by the law so after understanding different facets of secularism we can say indian secularism is not just separation of religion from the state instead secularism in india means a state that supports and participate in a neutral manner in the affairs of religious groups that is all about secularism thank you goodbye jai hind